1: back to Tom and Bach on 937 The ticket and the ticketfm.com I don't know if you've seen what Mike leach is involved with but he's always entertaining uh, the Mississippi State uh, now coach of course coach to Texas Tech they're playing Mississippi State is playing Texas Tech in the Liberty Bowl in fact tonight, And Mike Leach wants his money. (laughs) Uh, Texas Tech fired Mike Leach in 2009 for alleged mistreatment of a player following a concussion. At that time, uh, Tech said that hey, you're fired, and it's with cause, and we owe you nothing. Leach and his lawyers have contended that they owe him millions of dollars, uh, but they're trying to get at least a settlement. He says they still owe me for 2009. The last time they won nine games. So maybe, <laughs> maybe they'll deliver the check to the bowl game, basically.
2: <laughs> yeah, the Mike Leach Bowl is going to be awesome tonight. Uh, he's, he's got a, an axe to grind with Texas Tech. He finally gets to take, take yeah. it out on him, And we'll see. I mean, the SEC yeah. hasn't been very good in bowl games yeah. so far, so maybe the mighty conference yeah. will fall again. But I have to admit, yeah. I'm cheering for Coach Leach tonight.
1: I, I'm always cheering for Leach. I wonder if Brian Munson's a fan of Mike Leach. You like Mike, Le- Mike Leach, the Pirate.
3: Uh, absolutely. I, uh, well, you know, and my my son's former quarterback is committed to Mississippi State, and he'll be uh, joining them in January. So oh, wow. we're we're Bulldog fans anyway. I got relatives down in Mississippi, and so we got some. We're going to have some added incentives to support them in the SEC.
1: Uh, nice, Brian Munson of HuskerOnline The latest news for Nebraska football is that they have offered Chubba Purdy, uh, quarterback transfer from Florida State. Uh, is this is this the guy that's at the top of their list in your mind right now?
3: It's so tough to say. I mean, um, at the moment, I would say yes. I, I, I think the timing is something that's kind of thrown me off. Um, you know, when Whip was still in Pitt, uh, when he was still at Pittsburgh, and on December sixth, he offered he offered Chuba, Chuba, Chuba. Is it Chuba?
1: It's. I think it's Chuba. Unlike Chuba Chubba. Hubbard. Uh, from Oklahoma State, this right. is Chubba. This is Chubba Purdy.
3: So Chuba got an offer from Whip at Pitt on December 6, but then doesn't pick up an offer from Nebraska until December 27th. And I guess I've, I, I guess I'm, I find that a little bit curious as to, you know, along what lines were they going with their evaluation before? Um, you know, because you had other guys that came off the board that I think that maybe Whip was interested in at Pitt, you know, before as well, um, that appeared to have Nebraska offers. Now all of a sudden there is an offer out there for Chubba, and I I guess I'm just kind of confused by that. But at, at the moment, I, I think it is Nebraska's number one option. Um, he seemed to kind of be separating there too based on other guys either pulling themselves, you know, at, out of the portal or choosing another place to go to or figuring out that it basically was virtually impossible for them to pull off a transfer. Um, So, yeah, I I, I think that this is Nebraska's guy, at least for the time being. I still don't think that we're done with all the activity. I mean, I think we'll continue to see things as time goes on with other bowl games. I mean, heck, we don't even get to the, the, the first playoff games until Friday um, I think you'll see uh, other things, you know, through the weekend, uh, other guys will, will throw their names out there. Um, and then Nebraska still has time to kind of um, go through all this before they come back to school in, in the middle of January.
2: Of course, it is interesting because uh, uh, Trevor Purdy is quite a bit different than the other targets that they've had so far uh, as far as experience goes, as far as just kind of his his dual threat ability compared to uh, the pocket passers that they've been after uh, and and, and so on and so forth. I mean, if they did add him, he's not necessarily a a sure starter, right? I mean, do you think that they'd still be looking for another guy in the portal or do you think that that room would be uh, filled up?
3: I I think the room is going to get filled up with, a guy that they're going to take out of the portal and then adding Torres in and then the, the existing guys that are there, it, it, it is a little, he is a little bit interesting. He's different. I, and I, I had to watch his film. He was from Gilbert, Arizona. So I watched his high school film um, last night or the night before. It's all kind of blending together with all this holiday stuff kind of still <laughs> sitting there in my, in my memory, but um, he is different looking. He does have some better feet. He does fit the mold a a little bit more of what I I felt like Scott Frost might be more interested in doing when it comes to, you know, expanding the offense, you know, when it comes to a new offensive coordinator, but not giving up basically that, what would I would say to be kind of essential to the quarterback play in his offense or what he likes to do, and that's to have some mobility. Um, so that, that, that part to me, I think he kind of, it's the profile a little bit better. Um, I, I don't know, don't know necessarily if you're getting, uh, much of a, um, you know, a a big time experienced player to kind of come into, to your point about whether or not you would continue to kind of go out there into the portal and try to find another guy to kind of go along with it. Um, I don't think that that would be the case. I think that the idea here would be that that the would be the guy that they're kind of um hanging their hat on for this year to kind of go do the portal, not saying that that possibly wouldn't change again until, you know at the fall at the fall uh, after the after the springtime is over with' because you could potentially go out there in that May June time frame because a lot of things are gonna change again after that spring spring football kind of ends and they figure out where they're at, like in the pecking order and, and maybe how maybe they got jumped by another underclassman or whatever. You might see another name or two pop up, you know, in that April May time frame that could get Nebraska interested again.
2: Uh based on uh, based on the film that you did watch, does he does he have the arm cuz I mean com- it, clearly they seem to be recruiting arm first. So maybe the fact that he has some wheels is just an added bonus, but they but does he have an arm to compare with some of those other guys that he was after?
3: You know, I Comparatively, I, I don't want to sit there and tell you that arm strength, you know, wasn't there. His accuracy, accuracy, seemed to be there. He's got a great discipline with keeping his eyes downfield, which is what you really look for in a mobile quarterback because you don't want the guy that gets happy feet and then all of a sudden starts looking at his blockers and trying to trying to set up cuts as he as he takes off. So he does have the discipline at least to get to that drop, keep his eyes downfield, go through the progressions but then can make some things happen to kind of elongate the plays and to potentially then tuck it and run it as well. Uh, arm strength, you know, I, I've seen Harvard, you know, going back to high school. Um, we've seen Smothers this season. Does he fit into that category? Sure. Torres has got some huge arm strength, you know, and arm talent as well. Saw him play before he uh, tore his ACL. So he's a very, very talented guy too when it comes to arm strength. I think that those guys are, are very similar. They, they've all got their strengths and their and their weaknesses when it comes to, you know, throwing the various pa- uh, passes. I don't know if there's necessarily one guy who can go out there and just say, I can throw to every, you know, possible route on the tree and make it successful each and every time. I think that they all can kind of do things a little bit differently. You don't necessarily, I think, have that guy, even even by adding Chuba to say you've got that one guy that can just do all of it.
0: Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app.
1: Ryan Munson of HuskerOnline.com. It seems like Nebraska and a lot of schools are maybe playing a little bit of poker. You mentioned uh, you've got these bowl games to be played and maybe there could be some new names that you would be intrigued about in the portal. But on the other hand, you got to, you would think want a guy in by January 18th when school starts, but you mentioned maybe you could even add a guy after spring ball, but that seems risky to bring in a guy, have him learn the terminology and get up to speed uh, be you know in fall camp,
3: and that would be that would be a scenario there where I think that the player that's jumping into the portal that late would have to understand that if they're wanting to stay at the D one level, if, considering if that's a D one guy, they would have to understand what they were up against. Now, could they be so immensely talented that it really didn't matter? Yeah, sure, probably. But I mean, what you just said really is kind of that. These are all the facts. And these are the things that where time is up against, you know, you, because you don't have necessarily that formal coaching period where you're out there doing things with, with your receivers and your offensive line. Yeah. You're watching film. Yeah. You're doing some seven on seven stuff, but you know, it's, it's typically not working out with the coaches um, you could do some stuff back in the offices with them, I'm sure, for some instruction, but that's all, you know, NCAA regulated. It's a summertime deal. Different rules apply. You know, he could work out with the other quarterbacks, obviously, but those are some tough things to, to overcome in such a short amount of time. I don't want to sit there and tell you that it would be completely and totally impossible. I mean, consider the fact that we don't know what Nebraska's offense is going to look like right now, anyway. So, how much of that are they going to get into to where it's impossible to kind of pick up, you know, into a semester, you know, what what it is that that you know the, the new offense is going to really do and how you're going to run it. So, is there's still some positive sides to all this, but obviously the downside is you're coming in there trying to make something work. You're going to have to probably understand that you're going to be backing up whomever it is that's already there. And then hopefully having a chance to compete and do something different in the following spring.
2: Of course, all the focus on quarterback is that will that will pretty much decide what happens this next year. We'll see how the, all that goes. But uh, they've done a good job, I think, of adding outside of the quarterback position from the portal. Uh, have you seen any other names or positions that they that they've been attacking besides quarterback lately?
3: Well, I think offensive line is still going to be a position that we're going to see some movement there. Um, it, it it hasn't happened. It ha- it just hasn't taken off like like he like he kind of wished it would. I know that they hosted Hunter Anthony, who's an Oklahoma State uh, transfer. They they hosted him earlier in December. I, I think he's down their list a little bit though. I, I don't I don't think that he's necessarily you know all that high. That's that's right there as kind of a, a take guy. If you wanted to go ahead and say. Um, you know, hey, I'm, 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 I'm deciding to commit to Nebraska. I think that that would be something that they would have to go back and kind of figure out where they're kind of at, you know, with a couple other guys that they got on their list. And I think that those other guys on their list, you know, I, I think that they've got to figure some things out too. Like you got Ryan Sloboda from Virginia, uh, Tremont Shorts from, uh, um, East Tennessee State. Um, I think there's a couple guys that are, just a just a notch higher on their board and then and then i think anthony's there but i don't i don't think he's necessarily their top choice and then i think you know after that does nebraska need to make a move at running back um that's an interesting question and how many offensive linemen you know are we really talking about because you've already got one so can you do you need a third or is it just the two and then what about a pass rusher? Um, do you go, do you need an outside linebacker, a pass rushing threat outside linebacker? You got pain back, but is that, is there another guy that you need on top of that? And then what about Trey Palmer? Uh, Trey Palmer's a, Trey Palmer may be like the ultimate wild card. Nebraska may not be necessarily like in the market for another transfer wide receiver. But I don't know how they would turn down Trey Palmer. Yeah. Uh, this is a five-star athlete and could really you know, add some big things to that wide receiver room and could keep Nebraska building that presence in the state of Louisiana as well.
1: Yeah, if Trey Palmer is available, and that's a Mickey Joseph connection, you got to take him. I mean, at some point, it's best player available, and he would be that uh, for Nebraska. Great stuff. Uh, we appreciate the time, Brian. We'll talk to you soon. Uh, Happy New Year, guys! Uh, you too. You. Thank you, uh, Brian Munson of
2: HuskerOnline.com. dot com. You got to take Trey Palmer, right? Oh yeah, and, and he, he didn't get any time big big time out of the portal. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, regardless, I mean, in that wide receiver room, I know it's kind of what we lean on for the strength. But, but if we're honest, you lost your best your best wide receiver, and you just kind of have two guys there that that are starting to come on and have all this potential, but haven't quite probably hit it quite yet. So. Yeah. You know, who's to say that's not going to continue? It'll be interesting
1: to see what Mickey Joseph can do. Both with getting guys to come into Nebraska, maybe former LSU guys, maybe not. Uh and also getting guys to stay. I think he'll be I think he'll be really valuable uh in getting guys to stay. I mean he's the guy that was on the, the phone with Jamar Chase all night long. It wouldn't let him, you know. Auburn come in for a visit yeah I mean he's that guy that can talk you into things and that's what great recruiters do uh and things that are probably in your best interest um he talks a lot about you know the reason he chose Nebraska over Oklahoma and you know the Tom Osborne influence and and all that meant to him and I, he, he's a different recruiter than Tom Osborne was certainly uh but uh I think he's going to be invaluable uh, going forward
2: well and I, I think that's you know, it's kind of weird to look at one staff and maybe a potential next step, but I think he'd be your lead candidate probably on the staff to be a holdover. If things do go, yeah. high, obviously because of the Nebraska connection, if maybe they're going to pay co- him this. same, would you think about head? coach? I no, wouldn't they, think about that uh, yet. No, no, I don't know. Maybe, about that maybe not. Uh, maybe not, but <laughs> probably would, somebody with experience as head coach, but, but first. you would
1: certainly write a big check to keep him. Oh yeah. Uh, let's get the break. Come back with the blog jog and Rico next. You're listening to Tom and Bach. Watch live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch.